Hey, you are here with Ginny and Tash and we are Riding in the Weeds, a podcast where we talk about how we can get stuck in the weeds in life and using our experience of working with people on bikes, working with horses, working with animals and running our own businesses, how you can bring yourself back out of the weeds. Last week, we were talking about confidence and this week, we're just going to talk a little more about the whole confidence thing and how we have a tendency to raise the bar and how we forget to celebrate and a little bit about the comparison and it'll be good when. So let's dive right in and have this conversation. How you doing, Jenny? I'm doing great, Tosh. How are you? I'm doing good. So I think what we're wanting to really talk about here is that tendency to raise the bar. What happens when we don't stop to celebrate our achievements and how does that affect our confidence and how does that kind of lead us into that whole comparisonitis and the I'll be confident win scenario that starts playing out in our heads and then when we get our goals sometimes that whole you lose weight and then everybody's like oh my gosh you look so good and you start to be like oh did I not look good before and you start to attach your confidence and your ego to that or if we're talking about being on a bicycle it's like you you really have a lot of time to focus on getting good at climbing up a hill and you get fit and you get strong and you're killing it on your bike and then you get injured and you come back the next year and you've gained weight and you're not going as fast uphill and now you've attached some of your personality and your self-confidence is actually tied to your performance And because you never really took a moment to celebrate that space you were in and celebrate the space you were in before, and it all be just part of the experience, I think that's where the confidence starts to diminish, or we feel like we can only be confident if there are certain parameters in place. Yeah. Last week's episode was a lot to unpack. And I think this is just a great continuation of it because we do attach a lot of meaning to the way our confidence is sometimes. And I know for me personally, I can think of times in my life where if I really stopped to think about it, I would be doing the thing that I had always said I wanted to do, but yet my sights are still on, yeah, but I can't do this or I'm not to this yet, or I can't go do this thing yet. I feel like frequently with my own confidence, there's a yeah, but yeah, but I can't fill in the blank there. Why would we do that to ourselves? We're able to do the things that we said we hoped we'd be able to do. And I think if we don't find a way to set a bar and then to consciously know when we're there and then reset a new goal then it undermines our own ability to achieve that goal because we're never achieving anything because we are always saying, yeah, but there's something else that I can't do. And that that's not really fair to do to ourselves. That's a harmful way to treat yourself. And if you were talking to a friend, you'd never let your friend say things like that to themselves or about themselves. So why is that permissible for us to do to ourselves? I think honestly, to answer that why, I think we do it as a protection mechanism. And I think we do it because of the things that we see around us in our society. So we get these cues and this information, like I can call myself a mountain biker when 
I am doing X, Y, Z. I can call myself a cyclist when I'm able to ride X miles outside. But until then, I'm just someone who rides a bike. I'm just someone who's trying. Often, not to bring the gender in, but often you'll see this between women and men. A guy will go out on a mountain bike ride and then they're like, I'm a biker. (laughs) There's this ability for them to step right into that persona and we all deal with confidence. But as women, we really do attach these steps that that go along with it. And I think a lot of that comes down to because we're looking around us and we're seeing everybody else's starring in their movie. And as far as we're concerned, everything's perfect in their world. And we don't realize that every single one of us is in this human experience. Every single person from the person who literally is just starting to ride a bike to the person who is dropping in on the race course Every single one of those people and anywhere in between is having a human experience and going through the same thing. And it's just about how we manage the conversation that is going on in our head is how we move through life. And a lot of the time, it does create an excuse. If we're not really wanting to step in, if we don't celebrate, then we have an excuse to not do it, right? I'm not, so therefore I can't. And then we get upset because we're watching other people who are not as well. And they're not even more than we're not. And they're doing it great, just fine, because they've just decided to step in and give it a go. And they're like, you know what, to hell with the voice in my head, to hell with looking around. I'm just going to do it anyway. And that's where we have to look at the stopping points, ask ourselves why, and then move forward. Because otherwise we stay in the same place. Yeah. only get confidence by actually stepping in and trying. Yeah. I have to laugh because there's a saying in the horse world that says you're not a real horse person until you've fallen off. It's one of those funny, not funny kind of jokes, but yeah, until you've done enough to fall off, which comes sooner for some people than other people, you probably haven't experienced nearly as much as you could. And it probably means you're not trying. And I'm super careful because I got a long way to fall, right? I got like over six feet from his back. That's not where my head is. My head's nine or 10 feet in the air. That's a long way to go down, especially if you're moving. So I'm really careful, but I've come off twice, but knock on wood, that's the only times I still have to be conscious of making sure that I am setting goals and moving towards them. And what I think is funny is it's one of those things that it's just like so many other things, you can't hold on too tightly to it because otherwise it's not there and you'll never have it. But if you sort of forget about it and just keep doing the steps, then you're going to get to where you want to be. And you're going to have confidence because you're taking the action. You're taking action to do things. I actually rode my own horse three times last week, which is probably a record for me at this point, along with the other two horses that I'm paid to ride every week. And so, yeah, I got three rides in, but it was like, I showed up to the barn. I pulled out my stuff. I grabbed my horse. We got ready to go. We went and rode and we went back and we undid it all. And it was such a normal occurrence. There was a time in my life when that was not normal because we were struggling with a lot of things. There was a time when I had to work him on the ground first to make sure that he was steady enough that I could get on. And many days I didn't. But now we're both to a point where we can just go do that and it's fine. And I have to make sure I recognize that there was a time I never thought I'd be here. I never thought we'd make it here. 
Absolutely. And it's just been by taking those consistent conscious steps and celebrating every piece along the way. And life is life. Things happen in life. I think when you look at photo albums and you're like, wow, you start to do the Rolodex of memories and you think about all the things that you've done and all the things that you've achieved. And you're like, well, if I'd only celebrated where I was at that point, if I'd known where I might be later, either more advanced or less advanced from where I was, I might have had more confidence when I was in that space because I can see that where I am is great. And where am I going next? And then there's that big piece is when we can celebrate ourselves, we get to celebrate other people. And we have this huge thing in the world whereby people are mean and nasty because they're not able to celebrate themselves. So then they see other people doing things and it makes them angry. Reading the perfectionism book and they talk about the procrastinating perfectionist and that's the person that doesn't do things and then gets really upset when they see other people doing the things that they wanted to do and those people aren't as qualified but they just decided to get out celebrate who they were celebrate what they were doing and just learn along the way and figure it out and be proud of what they're actually achieving and that gives you the confidence to keep going consistency is a huge confidence booster yeah about it earlier with this podcast, right? Whether people are listening or not, it's important to us that we drop an episode once a week. And that gives us confidence that we're doing at least one thing (laughs) that we set out to do. And I think that consistency will get us somewhere, whether it gets us somewhere in our podcast or it gets us somewhere when we're riding our bikes or it gets somewhere like in other areas of our business life and and what we're doing, celebrating that is huge. And yeah, not diminishing that achievement by looking at other things that we don't perceive as working as well. Yeah. And I think to pull this around to the self-image, how many times have I heard people say, looking back, talking about memories, looking back at a memory and saying, oh, if I only knew that's how I looked then, I should have felt differently. I should have felt better. Like, why did I beat myself up for looking like that then? It's a slander to yourself in the moment because you're saying I look worse now. But the real reality that I see is, wait a minute, why are you upset about where you are now? Because things could be different. And you don't know where you're going to go in the future. You might get injured. You might get sick. You might have any number of things happen that are unforeseeable. That would be unfortunate and disappointing or uncomfortable or not fun to live through. But that highlights how much we should be celebrating and we should find the confidence in the moment because all that other shit doesn't matter. It It really doesn't. It really doesn't. And I think you're absolutely spot on. What we've got is what we've got. Let's celebrate every good thing. Let's celebrate the challenges because they make us stronger. And in the the topic of this conversation is like that bar and just being like, okay, where am I right now? Because when you're riding up a hill on your mountain bike or you're riding down a hill, I have conquered so many things. But I only did that ride in five hours and I want to do it in four hours. You know what? I used to do it in six hours and now I can do it in four and a half hours. But I don't even know what it would take me to do right now because I haven't gone and done it because I don't want to. And 
I don't feel bad about that. Like I'm okay. And if I go and do it, it takes me six hours. That's going to be okay too, because I really, I actually know right now that I don't want to go and do that particular trail because I might make it through, but I don't believe I have enough iron in my body to then be a functioning human for the week afterwards. So that sucks, but that's also okay because that's just where I am right now. And there's other things that I got to get through and, and got to do. I actually went on a trail the other day. I was super tired and it was our advanced coaching course that I have literally put in place so I can get some coaching. And I was like, I'm really not in the space. I haven't got the energy. I haven't got the mental capacity. And we're going to go and ride this trail that I used to ride all the hard stuff on. And I'm going to have to manage myself around the fact that I'm going to get coached on stuff that I know I'm not going to ride as well as I used to ride. And, and it's going to be an interesting experience. And I went anyway, and I just went in knowing I know where I'm at. I know why I'm there. I know what I used to be able to do. And I'd look at stuff and be like, I used to be pretty rad. (laughs) (laughs) And then I posted a video of myself doing one of the roles and it wasn't a great video, but it was the only one I had. And I was practicing what I was trying to learn and I didn't do it perfectly. And I put in the coaching notes onto the reel and side note, the reels actually performed really well. And I've gotten a lot of followers from that particular reel. And if you are on Instagram and looking for bike tips, follow me at Betty Gohard because I am posting a lot of these things, but I got my first troll and I got my first person who basically their comment was giving me the advice that I was giving, saying that we were learning in the course. And my reel, if you look at it, this is what we're learning. I didn't put myself out as being the the coach. I just put the videos up and I had to like really take a step back and be like, how am I going to manage this in my head? How do I feel about the fact that this guy is giving me grief about the exact thing that I was actually super nervous? I don't want to post this video because what if somebody like gives me shit about the fact I'm not doing the thing? And that's exactly what happened. And I was like, good manifesting task. Well done. But I did it anyway. And as I say, 2000 views later, which for me is big on my Instagram. And I got confidence in that too, because we had a collaborator reel on one of our other accounts and it's like over 40K. And I was thinking to myself, it's so funny because for me, when I go over 2K, I'm like, sweet, like I'm doing something right. And when I have like 400 views. I'm like, oh, like, how do I get that one to perform better? And I thought to myself, like, when you're getting 40K views, you're looking at the 2000 views going, oh, what did we do wrong? I'm like, at the end of the day, the emotions are the exact same. The feelings are the exact same. And really, when you start making more money, you just have bigger bills. Like, it's just adding numbers. But the emotions that we have around it are exactly the same. When you're a beginner mountain biker and you do a super scary rock roll that an experienced mountain biker doesn't even notice is a rock and they ride right over it, like you are having the exact same experience. It's like you are getting the opportunity to practice dealing with that, dealing with your confidence. So then when you get to the bigger rock roll, you've worked through those feelings because they're the same ones and we're all having the same ones. We're just doing it at different levels. So when they're little, like I now have had somebody give me shit. So now when I get to the point where I've got a 40K view and I've probably now got a hundred people that are going to give me shit, 
I've managed that situation and it's going to be the same situation because it's just the same emotion. And I've now seen that emotion and gone, okay, how do I manage this? Yeah. If I get through this now, then when I get more, I'm like, bring it on. Because if one person's taking the time to give me shit, that means like a hundred people are looking at it and loving it and not saying anything. Because generally, statistically speaking, if you put out a survey, the people that are angry about whatever you're doing are the ones that are going to fill it in. So you're always going to have that skewed bias, right? The people that have something bad to say are generally going to speak up before the people that have something good to say. And that goes for the voice in your head just as much as it goes for the voices outside your head. So yes, I 100% agree with you. And I think it's a great example. What I see that trips us up a lot of times is that we go, oh, I already experienced that thing. I already went through those emotions. I don't have to do it again. And then when you get hit with another situation at the next level up where it's the same experience, you're like, but wait a minute, I already did all this. Why am I feeling this way again? I shouldn't be feeling this way. That's not really how it works. It's when Shrek, the whole donkey's layers of onions thing, like that's what life is like. And that's what those experiences are like. So the better you can get at those fundamentals, whether that's biking fundamentals or riding fundamentals or fundamentals with training your pet or in your business or whatever, it's the fundamentals that matter to building on those layers and can dramatically change your confidence over time. Then when you hit those layers again, you go, oh, wait, I do know what to do in this situation. I do know how to handle this. I have the tools. You can get through it that much faster and it's not gonna truly rock your core of who you are and your identity. And you'll be able to move through it that much faster, but it's all the same. It always goes all the way back to the same thing. Yeah, it's interesting. My brain is just thinking about the, multitude of different situations that we have in our life that it's like can you imagine if you were in a relationship and you'd never have an argument and then you're five years in and suddenly you have your big argument and you've never had to have the tools because you've always just like that's fine that's fine everything's okay these are the things that make it so we blow up it's like the training wheels right like you gotta go one step at a time and and having the experiences as we go through it and actually experiencing it and actually going through and feeling the emotions, I think allows us to build the muscle yep. so that we're able to keep going. If we got a thousand followers on our podcast tomorrow, <laughs> I don't know if we'd be that excited about it. We'd be like, what, what do we Probably do now? Not. Now there's the expectation. It'd be really nice. Probably not. We want a hundred followers. That would be manageable. And if you've just gone out for your first bike ride, don't go and ride with the intermediate group because you're going to feel so set back. Like you say about the fall and the horses, same thing. It's not about if you're going to fall off your bike. It's about when you're going to fall off your bike. So if you come and do coaching and you come and you learn those fundamentals and you learn how to keep your feet level and you learn how to be balanced on your bicycle, when you fall off your bike, it's going to be a much smaller crash then if you get to the point where you're riding black diamond trails and you still don't know which break is which and you've got one foot up and one foot down like that crash is going to be way bigger than level pedals and knowing which break is which because you're able to bring it under control before you go flying 
or suddenly like you've ridden in the dry and then you go and you ride in the wet and you're riding a really difficult trail that you've ridden a hundred times before when it's dry, but you've never ridden in the rain before. And you go straight out and you go and ride that trail guaranteed. That's not going to be pretty because you don't understand the differences between being in dry and being in wet. Go and ride something that you can figure it out. There's nothing more unpleasant than sitting on your ass on your, like, and being like, how did I get here? I get here. What happened? <laughs> what happens with the horses? You're like, where'd it go? <laughs> and I think that this sort of branches into a conversation related to fear that sometimes you need to make sure that you are respecting the very fine window between your comfort zone and too far out of your comfort zone, because that's a space that's important to explore. You can't grow, you can't learn, you can't change if you're not in that space. But if you are into the fear side of things, you're not learning. Your brain physiologically cannot learn when you're afraid and you're not going to be able to retain anything. And the next time you go out to do it, you're not even going to be able to go where you were. Your body and your physiological reaction is going to set you back further. So it's important to make sure that you're taking steps that are reasonable that aren't stretching you so far that you actually rebound too far in the other direction. Sometimes things happen and you get in over your head before you realize it. And then you're going to have to take the very careful, slow steps to rebuild back up. But if you can do whatever you can to make sure that you're in that fine window, and for some people, it's a very small, very narrow window. And for some people, it's a really big window and all of that is okay. But if you're too far over that edge, you're going to be doing more damage to your confidence, to your ability to learn, to your ability to retain things than you are helping at that point. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you've really, you've done a great job there of stepping into our how and speaking to it. Yeah. Respecting your fear and celebrating yourself. I think at the end of the day is how we build our confidence, bringing us back to the what of this conversation is around having that confidence and knowing that as human beings, we have a tendency to raise the bar without stopping and celebrating. So if we want to really solidify our confidence in ourselves, the way to do it is by celebrating each step at a time and acknowledging where you are and sometimes why you're there too, right? Nothing went wrong. You're just having a different human experience. And sometimes that human experience sucks. And so how are you going to navigate that? And then celebrating the way that you did and respecting the fear. I've got a really difficult conversation that I'm going to have today and I'm terrified about it. And I'm terrified about all the things that's potentially going to be doing it, but avoiding it is not going to help. It's going to make it worse. And so how do I respect my fear, know where it's coming from, step into that and acknowledge and embrace it, and then do it anyway and then celebrate no matter what the outcome celebrating that you did the thing it might be going out for that bike ride when you're not really sure if you're going to be able to perform in the way that you want to do there's a race on and you don't know if you're going to perform very well but you've been invited to go and it's purely for fun doing it anyway but really understanding your parameters and then celebrating no matter what happened. Just yeah, being in that celebration place, I think is really the core 
you can raise the bar, but you've got to stop and really celebrate what's going on. Yeah. We stopped by the bike shop today to pick up some things and we had a coupon. The guys there at our local shop know us now and they're always mildly amused, I'm sure. Cause I was like, yeah, we went down to Ossetia Island and we rode seven miles and they laugh at me, but I'm like, I had fun and it was more than I'd gotten to do before. So that's a win in my book. I didn't crash. There were no unplanned dismounts and we survived and it was fun. That's all I can ask for at that point. And so celebrating all those little moments, that's the key to building the confidence. And then you have to keep pushing. So the next ride, I think we're going to aim for hills with some longer miles. We'll have a chance to try and push that boundary a little bit more. Maybe we won't be able to ride seven, but the terrain will be different and that's okay. That's okay. And you'll celebrate whatever it is you manage to do. And that is the key. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So thank you for listening. I am Natasha Lockie. You can find me on Instagram at Betty Gohard. I've got bike tips, confidence, mindset, all of it related to riding your bike and having more fun, living your dream life. I work with women who want to get the tools so they can have more confidence to have more fun and do the things that light them up in life. How about you, Jenny? Yeah, I'm Jenny Brandon. I'm an animal communicator and energy healer for animals and their people too. And I help connect you and your pet on a deeper level so that you understand each other, which helps eliminate challenges and deal with behavioral problems and health issues and just support you and your pet through life so that you can get back to harmony and thrive a little more. You can find me on the web at soulpetconnections.com and on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube under the same handle. So thank you so much for joining us today on Riding in the Weeds. We love having you with us. Please subscribe, like, comment, and leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. If you have any suggestions or ideas or questions for the show, we would love to know. So hit the button below and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Awesome. You guys have a great day.